Blog Talk Radio. True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Radio. Saturday. 
Worldwide International Radio Broadcast Top Part of Seven Days is now on the air. I'll be your host. My name your fear. Israel. Oh, see, Roy. And we give the member who's in camp two, three, four, five, six. They're all ready to go. Number one thing, if you were within 70 miles of any of the six locations of Washington of the two Israelites, I behoove you to make the call and let us know where you're at and we can get you hooked up and get into one of the broadcasters of Voices of the Truth of Life. You understand? And become almost a week to show you one thing. Just says the Almighty, the man of the book that received it from his father. This is a live broadcast on Friday, Saturday, and we can see who's coming on stage for the night's nice episode. And we see daughter of Yahweh is ready to get that microphone. In. And that's a great thing. So she can find daughter Yahweh and get something going on top of the Saturday. And let's see what can we get going on top of the Saturday. This day is all my damn made, so we're going to see if. Daughter of Yahweh ready to do put up break in and top part of Saturday. So we meet the daughter of Yahweh. The loud voice he say, Daughter of Yahweh, child of Yahweh, Judah. Yahweh, be there, King Ray. Yahweh, bless you, Sir and Israel, Sir Israel, Sir Israel. Sir Israel, oh, Israel. All right, that daughter, we're going to. We're going to get something going on. We're going to go to all come on stage. We're going to go on the international side. It's over 900,000 strong ready to hear from the top part of the Sabbath day. we got a memo saying our elders. We'll be a little bit late coming on the broadcast, but I don't see why we can't get nothing going on. That's all of them kill. Those that put their party in, get ready to put their party in. So, um, so Jordan, if you can you swing over and look at Luke chapter 12, verse 12, getting the microphone that you just say. Luke chapter 12, verse 12, daughter of Yahweh, getting that microphone that you just say. Luke chapter 12, verse 12, for the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour of what you are to say. You know, daughter, y'all probably believe that. The right to sin, the right to sin to all the teachers, and, but the right to sin, you got guidelines from the son and guidelines from the father. So it's an order about everything that daughter, y'all probably. So I guess what we're going to do, we're going to ask, we're going to take a look at, I got a memo saying, um, hey, how do you remember precepts? What what can you do to remember precepts? I want to do precepts 
But what can I do to remember precepts? That's a good question. I don't know. Oh, I mean, I'm not saying I don't know. But I'm saying it's a process. Like anything else, uh, it's a process. You know? So um, let me see now I answer a couple of them questions that are thought about how how do I remember how to precept? Well, mm, let's go to second Ezra, daughter. Let's see. Let's see. How do you remember? This is the top part of Saturday, and and a memo saying from the WCC World Council Churches. Hey, how do you remember how to precept? What steps do you take? Well, daughter Yahweh and the seer, we're going to venture down a couple of verses see what we can come up with. Let's see what we got to do. Second Ezra chapter 14, verse 40, daughter. Let's start off right there. Let's see what we can work to help the WCCI. Second Ezra chapter 14, verse 40. Give me that microphone. Come on, daughter. Second Ezra chapter 14, verse 40. And I took it and drank. And when I had drank of it, my mind uttered understanding and wisdom grew in my breast. For my spirit strengthened in my memory. Oh, read that again, daughter. I think you're on the phone, daughter. Read that again. Second Ezra chapter 14, verse 40. And I took it and drank. And when I had drank of it, my mind uttered understanding, and wisdom grew in my breast. For my spirit oh. strengthening my memory. Oh, when he when he drank it, okay. We we got to we got to take a look at that word there, darling. Oh, he said once once he drank a little bit of it. Um, give me first. Give me a shall she meet him and receive him as a wife married of a virgin. Verse 3. When the bread of understanding shall she feed him, with the bread of understanding shall she feed him and give him the water of wisdom to drink. <laughs> ain't, that, ain't that nice, daughter? Read that verse 3 again, daughter. So, um, just drinking... Is what again in um, Sirach 15, verse 3, 
that verse again. Chapter 15, verse 3. With the bread of understanding shall she feed him and give him the water of wisdom to drink. Mm-hmm. Water of wisdom to drink. Okay, um, we got to get a little bit more out there. That, that sounds pretty good. Now, so remember, you only broadcast six nights a week. It's about edifying the national audience. And uh, because somebody might really want to know um, how do they get this understanding so you see now it got to be a little drinking going on. But the drinking got to be of the wisdom. And so in Proverbs there, darling Yahweh, we want to run down a couple more statements on that. Let's see can we, in the seventh chapter, let's see can we run down a couple more statements there, darling. Let's look at the seventh chapter of Proverbs. One and verse two. Proverbs chapter seven, verse one and two. My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments with thee. Verse two. Keep my commandments and live in my law as the apple of thine eye. Okay. All right. So it's drinking this wisdom, you have to keep this law. So this drinking this wisdom, then you be able to recognize when you when you know on once you got this wisdom understanding. So in Second Timothy two fifteen there, daughter. Tell me out in Second Timothy what we gotta do in Second Timothy two fifteen. Let's take a look at that. Second Timothy chapter two, verse fifteen. Let's read a little bit from that point. Cause we trying to tie in a question on the table about how to precept the Bible, what we got to do to precept. So let's take a look at that. Whatever we just said, that daughter, you want to talk about? Second Timothy chapter two, verse fifteen reads: Study to show thyself approved unto Yahweh, a workman that needed not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, we we, we gotta uh, do what again, though? What two fifteen that we gotta do? Study to show thyself approved unto Yahweh, a workman that needed not to be ashamed. Rightfully dividing the word of truth. Uh huh. So we got to study, but our study has to be first. Uh, the mindset of study, it got to be directed well, according to verse 15 now, done to whom? To show thyself approved unto Yahweh. Oh, okay. So when we study this Bible, we got to make sure we, the only one we trying to get right is our maker. We just ain't studying this Bible to just, uh, you know, to for man to come up with, uh, oh, yeah, you all right. No, 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 no. You do this for make sure Yahweh in your corner. And that's when you do your, your best studying. So now I want to I wanna take a look at some more of that. So the question is, how do we learn 
how to precept. Um, 119, verse 15. What we got to do, daughter? Psalms 119, verse 15. So we want to get a WCC. How do you learn how to precept your life? Let's take a look at 119 of Psalm, verse 15, Lord, what do you say? Psalm chapter 119, verse 15, I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. Uh, so you got to meditate in the precepts. So there you go right there. Let's go to, let's go and look at Joshua chapter proper Hoshiel. So we're going to Joshua chapter one, verse six down verse nine. We're going to Joshua chapter one for the national audience, six down and verse nine, get with your moment. The book of Joshua, chapter one, verse six through nine reads. Verse six. Be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Verse 7. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the laws, which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosper. And then thou shalt have good success. Verse 9. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage? Be not afraid, neither be, be thou dismayed. For the Yahweh thy Yahweh is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Mm-hmm. So Yahweh is with us. Wherever we go, but we got to do what again in verse 8? Uh, daughter, daughter Yahweh, we got to do in verse 8 again? This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Oh, uh, so we, gotta, we got to meditate in this book day and night. I mean, we know we got jobs to do and Family to move around. But that don't keep you from meditating in that word. So that means you gotta do some you gotta do some things and you gotta cut out some things. Um, daughter. Let's see what we gotta cut out to get Yahweh really to get them to meditate on this word day and night. Let's see some things we gotta cut out, daughter. Let's go on to chapter five, verse fifteen down to verse seventeen. Let's see some things we must do to meditate day and night in this word. What we got to do that we can read. Let's see in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 through 17. It's a live broadcast. Top part of the Sabbath day. Remember, 
anywhere between 70 miles in any of the locations of Boston that you would like, call the international line 224 5579 and we can see what, what closer you are to and attend one of them camp and bumps and shoulders and receive your blessing according to Yahweh. Because this is the day that the Almighty has made. Ephesians chapter 5, 15 down to verse 17. Darling Yahweh, come on. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 to 17 reads, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Verse 16. Redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Verse 17. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Yahweh is. That's a big verse there, daughter. Now read verse 16 again, daughter. We got to do what again in verse 16? Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16. Redeeming the time. Because the days right. are evil. Oh. So how do we redeem the time? That means we got a lot of, you know, after we do our eight hours of a job, we got one hour to get to work, one hour to get back. That's ten hours gone. That's ten hours that they're gone. Now let's see. Ten hours just say we got um, eight hours of sleep to get for the next day. That's key in that 18 hours. So now we got six hours, and now we got to do things. We got six hours. Now in that six hours, we have to um, redeem the time. We have to 26, 40 of Matthews there, um, daughter. So we got six hours in a run of a day that, you know, to take care of whatever God do, but it's six hours there. But I read six hours, let me see what Yahweh said, you know, in 26 verse 40 in a run of 24 hours. What do the Almighty want in Matthew 26 verse 40? Daughter Yahweh is back on the clock, come on. Daughter Yahweh, Matthew 26 verse 40, come on. Matthew chapter 26, verse 40. And he cometh unto the disciples, the followers, and founded them sleep, and said unto Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Oh. So, daughter, we got six hours to play with. You know, you get eight hours of sleep, an hour up to our job, an hour back, eight hours on the job, 18 hours, we got six hours. Out of them six hours, that is, you've got to give the Almighty, you've got to redeem the time. You must give the Almighty one hour out of that six hours. You got your eight hours sleeping. You got your ten hours on the job. One hour to get there, one hour to get back home, eight hours on the job. So now you got 18 hours. Eight hours of sleep, 18, six hours left, and all Yahweh wants, a, a, a daughter Yahweh, 
How much time did Yahweh want out of six loose hours we got there? How much time you say you want? You want me to read that Matthew 26 40? No, 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 mom. I'm asking you a question to uh, enlighten this national audience. We got six hours to pray with now. And remember, we read over there in Ephesians 5 16, we got to redeem the time. So we got to redeem us one hour out of, out of that six hours. Um, so, so Yahweh wants one hour. Out of them six hours. And that's in Matthew 26 40. So now once you give him that one hour, then he'll start working on what? Let's see what he started working on what. Let's go to chapter Maccabees chapter two, verse twenty-five. Now we we just we are choosing from from the spirit of Yahweh though. We're just gonna answer the question, how do you learn how to preach up? What you got to do, but first thing you got to do, you got to redeem the time. You got six loose hours. Out of them six hours, you got to give the Almighty one hour out of them six hours. Do you redeem the time? And let's see what Yahweh do if we give him that one hour. Let's see. Second Maccabees two twenty five. What is it though? Second Maccabees chapter two, verse twenty five. We have been careful that they that will read may have delight, and that they that are desirous to commit to memory might have ease, and that all into whose hand it come might have profit. Amen. We gotta, we gotta commit ourselves to what, daughter? Memory. See, you know the question is from the WCC World Council Church. They say, how do you remember how how to precept the Bible? We really want to know. First of all, we just got through running down for the last twenty minutes of good stuff, but now. We found out in the book of Maccabees that Yahweh started working on your memory to remember how to precept. So let's get a precept on that. Let's go to Wisdom Solomon, daughter. We're going to Wisdom Solomon, chapter 6, verse 15 down to verse 18. We're going to get a precept even on memory. See? And that's when you're going to find out that the six anointed camels have your answer according to the scripture. And, and, then, and you know, we, if we invite anybody want to bring a pastor by on the Sabbath day or between 12 o'clock and the sunset. If your pastor thinks that we teaching anything wrong, you're welcome to come to camp one, two, three, four, five, six, and just, uh, They'll spread the tables out for you and give them the microphone and show us what we teach you anything wrong that we can read. If we teach you anything that um, you are uncomfortable with, we, we, we know that you are going to give us a pull that point, but let me, um, I got to pull the rabbit out of here. 
And look, put your mark on where we're we going. Let's go to um, 41, 21, on the book of Isaiah, for many their daughters. Isaiah 41, 21, what does that say? Isaiah. Um, yeah, put a mark in that last verse. We're coming back there in a minute. But I just want to know what the advice we invite any of the Christian pastors or Islamic pastors, whoever it is, or, um, Jehovah's Witness pastors, to, you know, come by one of the six camps or we spread the tables out for you. If you feel that we teach anything wrong, and and you, but you have to be able to do this in Isaiah now. Just don't tell us we teach it wrong. We're going to be looking at your Bible, and we want you to show us in the Bible what we're doing wrong. So, um, and, 40, and 41, 21, can you help me out, daughter, about this? Isaiah chapter 41, verse 21. Produce your case. Produce your cause, said Yahweh. Bring forth your strong reason, said the king of Israel. <laughs> yeah, daughter. So if any pastor, you know, believe that one of these members have told them that, you know, them, them six of them the camps called Boys of the Two Israelites, they teach the things that you don't teach on, so we know they're wrong. Right, pastor? So now if your pastor said right to that, then he welcome to come to one of the six anointed camps. But he has to produce his cause. He gotta bring forth a strong reason of cause to as it is written. Don't just don't bring up traditions about well, you know, um Sunday is the Lord's day, no, you can't bring that because we gonna take Genesis two verse three and show you know the, the mighty one day of the Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. So now don't, don't just bring anything on day. So that's up to you to produce your cause. Because we, we're trying to bring our people back to the understanding and prepare the way for the schools to come. But we got um, Iowa on Final Game on the broadcast, so... We're going to bring our elders and tell you all about the broadcast, what's going on, and stop by the Saturday. So we're going to bring in elders and children, and we'll get back. But like I said, again, we love the day in protocol, so when you need our elders or our boys, you say, elders, Mr. Chills, get ready. Y'all fly people to you on the top part of the Saturday, elders, come on. And Yaquan Bush, you see as well, of seed oil. Hallelujah. Yaquan. I don't know y'all why. Right. We got a question from the WCC saying, um, how uh, how to, um, what's the best way to precept the Bible and how to how to precept the Bible? Well, we, we're trying to go through a little series right now, and, and we're going to find out that it's just not, you know, it's just not saying um, precept. No, it's, it's more to it than that. And we did invite any of the Christian pastors or, or Islamic pastors or Judaism pastors 
If uh, you feel that the six anointed council teaches anything wrong, you welcome to come by and and the state your calls according to Isaiah forty one twenty one. Produce your calls and bring forth your strong reason, says the Almighty. So now we're not anti anybody. We pro twelve tribes of Israel and we know one thing. Somebody got to be exposed, either Bosses of a Jewish, like uh, the Christian pastors, Islamic or Judaism. I wonder what's going to happen if they come and spread the tables out. So, it's a tough part of Saturday, so whatever the Almighty I'm going to tell me, Mother D.F. Israel, you can listen to me. I'm on the, I'm on the network, but um, uh, I'm all here. I'm doing my part in just a job while I'm all here. I'm enjoying my Saturday, Mother D.F. Israel. Right. So, take your time and do what you got to do on the top part of the Saturday evening clock. Come on. Once again, Yahweh bless you, Israel. And um, it's a great pleasure to be on the top part of the Sabbath day with the hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the words of Yahweh. And you know that's a good thing. And we're on those preachers and people that um, want to come and supposedly teach on the Sabbath day. And that's what probably made me late, speaking to uh, preachers that want to pull you in another direction. And that's not a good thing. Would you call that a sin? Well, you look in Second Corinthians chapter 11 and reading uh, verses uh, 4, chapter 11, verse 4, it says, For if he that cometh preaches another, God son, whom we have not preached, or if you receive another spirit, which you have not received, or another gospel, which you have not accepted, you might as well bear with it. You know, because we all know that when you read Second Corinthians chapter 4, 4, we find out who this is. Verse number 4 says, In whom the Yahweh of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not, least the light of the glorious gospel of Yahweh the Son, who is in the image of Yahweh, should shine unto them. We spoke about this a few lessons ago. Because the non-righteous, even though they think they're going the right way, they're pulling you the wrong way, astray. Their job is to lead you away from the words of Yahweh. These are dark times, and they're getting worse. This is why we welcome and thank all of you for attending our live broadcast of Yahweh's Ministry. We come to you live on the top part of the Sabbath day with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost is about Yahweh's Word, your health, foods you should eat, and keeping the Sabbath days as we're doing now. We do all this because you have not. This information that you're all listening have came to seek and have found in the voices of the Trisolites, tribe of Yadah. We're open unto you on our normal days from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And those normal days are Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. No class on Tuesday. But we do have a Sabbath class, and the top part of the Sabbath is Friday. That class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. That's our online class. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m., and the online classes start at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address, 
You can use this by, on any search line by typing tribeyada.com. And after click enter, once again, look for that tribeyada.com dash Israelites. It will take you to a big line where you'll see some choices. One will be tithes and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. Now, on any other device, you may see menu. But after clicking that, you'll still see choices. Still choose the tithes and offerings. And doing so, remember what it says in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Yahweh, you kindred of the people. Give unto the Yahweh glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Yahweh the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves a cheerful giver. And also the donations that's given to this ministry is greatly appreciated, which is mentioned in the Bible scriptures in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and once again mentioned in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you, thus says Yahweh line. Also for building a school, which is very well needed, banquet hall, radio station, and land, to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program. Hallelujah, Guam. Also out there, don't forget to check our calendar. It will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come throughout the year. We also have a live program, which is a feature that's available during our broadcast time. To get there, type in three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after click enter, Look for the voices of the Truzalites, Tribe of Yadah, and click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. We even have a few numbers you can call with Yaqua in mind. The first being our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This is our international number. We can call and leave those Scriptures, Bible scriptures, messages that you have, which can be answered by any one of the six nine accounts of Yahweh's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, only hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling that same number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact the CRP or email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. You might imagine he's pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, announcing many memos. Even now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. So please use that international line of 224 600 5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will just hear a discouraging downtime. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of today's program, you can catch the entire show after 10.30 p.m. To do that, just enter three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after click enter, look for voices of the Trizalites, Tribe of Yadah. Also, during our normal broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on Peltop. 
which can be logged in by your phone, tablet, computer, or your smartwatch. Just make sure you have downloaded the Peloton app. We'll be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for Voices of the Truth Lights, Tribe of Yada. Our room will hold 50 or more listening participants. Yaqua's work will be working also your Bible education. Online there to answer any of the on-the-table topics we discussed. During our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with the Seer Israel, writing at shotgun. We'll be taking no comments off-topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. Yaqua will be with you all. But that continuing reminder we give each and every program, when we're given the scriptures to speak by the seer, be quick to hear and slow to speak, so the words of Yahweh flow smoothly. Remembering, we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear those righteous words of Yahweh. So we have to be careful about making worldly statements that can't be backed up in the Bible but make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. This is what we teach. Pass our program back to our seer Israel and say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Yo, that's action on your part. So, um, let book out a bit. And we're going to get back with the daughter, no doubt about it. And sister, he has J. Israel said, let's say, I ain't ready yet, but... I'm getting close enough. I'm just about ready to holler in that microphone. I'm hearing them yawpaws and getting loud and loud appealing. So, uh, to B S J Israel said, "It's it's uh remember one thing. When I do hit that microphone, you will hit me loud and plain, and that's a good thing." All right. That's why we know the box there here been lit and the curtain there went up. So, um, we gonna get back with our daughter of yawpaws. And we're showing you that you have to have memory, but then memory comes from wisdom of Solomon, chapter 6. So you keep precept in your Bible, and and we found out, daughter read earlier than Second Timothy, she read based upon 215, Study to show yourself approved to Yahweh. See, whatever you do, it, it must you must have your mighty one up front. And daughter also read a verse over there in second book of Ezra 14 verse 40. That was a profound statement. He said, uh, the spirit strengthens my memory. So the, the spirit uh, strengthens your mem- memory. But, but wait a minute, uh, hey, I, I need a precept on that spirit that sent in my memory. What spirit is he talking about in Proverbs 123, Elder Mr. Can you help those see out the here want to look at that verse and, and put a precept with that? What that mean in Second Ezra 14, verse 40? My spirit strengthens my memory. Let's find out a little bit more once you preach up your Bible and Proverbs 123, Elder. Hey, Elder, Mr. Tales Israel, what's that say in Proverbs 123 there? Come on. Okay, in the book of uh, Proverbs, chapter 1, verse 23, it says, Turn you away at my reproof. Behold, 
I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Read that again, Elder. Take time. Look at the rear chapter. 23 says, Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Oh, so that's what he's talking about. Since in my memory, what he's saying, this word from the Bible, if you obey the Bible, the Almighty will strengthen your memory to be able to remember precepts. But you got to play it by his rules. Now, daughter, did it bring another precept in wisdom of Solomon? Chapter 6, verse 15 down to verse 18. Hey, what is that, daughter, Yahweh? Come on. The wisdom of Solomon, chapter 6, verse 15 down to eighteen. To think therefore upon her is perfection of wisdom. And whoso watches for her shall quickly be without case, be without care. Verse 16. For she goeth about seeking such as are worthy of her. Charge herself favorably unto them in the way, and meeteth them in every thought. Verse 17. Come on, daughter, settle down to 18. Come on. For the very true beginning of her is the desire of discipline, and the care of discipline is love. Verse 18. And love is the keeping of her law, and the gift of her law is the assurance or inco- of incorruption. No. Okay, daughter. All right. So it's based upon one thing. Daughter, we gotta keep we gotta keep this, this love and this law. Once we keep this love and this law, we in business. So the bottom line is for your memory to be sharp enough to be the precept in Bible. That's why when daughter read over there in forty one twenty one, produce your cause, bring forth your strong reason. See, you can't bring tradition because um, you know if you own something. You both go in the body and put on your case. See, that's the game changer right there. You got to go in the body and put on your case. So we invite anybody to bring their pastors by any of the six anointed camps called with DKL 224-600-5579, which is 70 miles. If your pastor have any problem with the voices of a true is like six locations, um, you're welcome to come and produce your call according to 4121. And bring forth your strong reason. If we teach anything that is, um, bring forth your strong reason. You know, and, um, and you, you get the first shot at it. The microphone is yours. Bring forth your strong reason. As it is written. But do what you call. Good. So now, um, so now we find out once your memory is together, then what sign do we look for, daughter? Let's go to now once you following the rules and regulations, 
on how to precept, keep the laws, statutes, and commandments, then what sign can we look for? Psalms 123. And Elder, have me um, the book of Daniel 922 waiting on me. Have me the book of Daniel, Elder 922 waiting on me. But daughter Yahweh, so now we want to we want to see what do we look for if you follow the rules that we have done for the first hour and a half. And Psalms chapter one, one, two, and three. This is how we will know that you own something. Psalms chapter one, one, two, three. Daughter Yahweh, come on. Okay, Psalms chapter one. Verse 1, 2, and 3. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the, ta- the counsel of the, the unrighteous, nor standeth in the ways of sin, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Yahweh, and in his law doeth he meditate day and night. Verse 3. And he shall be like a tree planted by the river of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Ain't that something? That's nice, daughter. That's nice. So we find out one thing. Uh, if you own something, we, we know that you won't be all over the place. You'll be just like old tree planted by the water. You know, when you got some trees that planted by the water, Ever since you can remember, still standing by the wall, standing tall. And that's how you be unmovable in a word of Yahweh. You just can't bring, you can't uh, bring uh, a, a God, I need a precept. Give me Ephesians 4, verse 12 through 14. Help me out, though. I, I, I need a precept on that. So we, so the six anointed camps would not be caught up in. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 12 down to verse 14. What does that daughter Yahweh come up? Ephesians chapter 4, verse 12 to 14. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Yahweh, the son of Yahweh the Father. Verse 13. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of Yahweh the Father unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Yahweh, the Son of Yahweh the Father. Verse 14, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of man, and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to deceive. Yeah, they, yeah, that's what they do. They lie and wait to deceive that daughter. But see, we're able to uh, pin them down and, and, and make them tap out, <laughs> like the brother say. Hey, look, at we can pin you down and make you tap out. We'll, we'll make you stay in that Bible. No, don't, don't get on nothing personal. Just um, stay in the Bible. And produce your calls according to 21, 20, 41, 21, produce your calls according to the Bible. That's all. You ain't got it. It's nothing personal. This is 
Yahweh's victory, though. So, um, but we know one thing: if you follow Yahweh's rules, um, you know, what will we spot on you from soon you open your mouth? Um, and Daniel nine twenty-two. Well, what will we spot there, uh, Elder Mr. Field? Daniel nine twenty-two. Come on. Okay, in the book of Daniel, chapter nine, reading verse twenty-two, it says, "And he informed me." And talked with me and said, O Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skills and understanding. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? So when you know when somebody is working the Bible, probably an what would they have again, elder? According to 922, what would I know that they'll have? And nine twenty two again the other what's the key word there? Skills and understanding. Ain't that something? Skills and understanding. And that's and that's what it's all about. Yeah, you'd be like a tree yeah, planted. Okay. You'd be like a tree planted by the size of the water. Now give me a precept in six sixteen. See, the WCC wanna know why how do the force number two is like can just come on six nights a week. That's something else would be saying, too. And all this come out of this one Bible. Because, first of all, you got to be led by Yahweh. And when you live by Yahweh, we'll know it because you have to understand. On whatever subject might have come up, we better go into the Bible and see what the Bible says about it. And then look what it says in Galatians 6.16 behind that, El. Galatians 6.16 says what? In the book of Galatians, chapter 6, verse 16, what is that here? Chapter 6, looking at uh, verses 16. 16 says, And as many as walk according to this rule, peace be on them, and mercy, and upon the Israel of Yahweh. You see that? So if you walk under these rules, then peace and mercy from who again? The Israel of Yahweh. See that? So if you follow these rules, WCC, that means you have to denounce your great big 500 million members and understand one thing, you have to get up under this banner right here, and we know that's a... be a pretty tough road to follow. But if you're going to precept your Bible, see, it's certain things that only precepts will give you the answer to. And we see uh, Brother Joe Israel came on stage, so let's see if we bring him in. And see, he's prepared to um, put his brick in on top of the seventh day. Let's see if uh, Brother Joe Israel is um, ready to... uh, Put his brick in on top part of the Saturday. Brother Job Israel, Yahweh bid you that see right. Yahweh bless you. Dear Israel, of see right. Hallelujah, Yahweh. All right, there, Brother Joe. Hey, Brother Joe, give me a verse since we talk about memory. Uh, Paul 
he went to visit the northern kingdom called Corinthians. Just like we call African American Negro in color, they was called Corinthians, but the northern kingdom. And um hey look up look up me a word. I don't know the definition of a word called persistent. P E R S I S T E N T. See another thing to be able to preach up your Bible with understanding, you must have persistence. P E R S I S T E N T. Uh here, see you look up that definition. And when you got that definition, give me a hallelujah for us. Um, Brother Joe, let's look at first question chapter fifteen, verse one and two, what it says. First Corinthians. Chapter fifteen, verse one and two. Let's see what that said, Brother Joe. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter Verse 2, by which 
also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. So we find out one thing if um, if you keep in remembering what he have uh, taught you that was that dropped to me, he said you got opportunity to be saved. So he don't brought they brought up a great big word in by remembering what he have said. So we got to remember what he have said. Because if you remember what he has said and become a 213 of Romans there, Brother Joe, I think we might be into something. Let's see what it says in Romans 2.13. So if we remember what he has said, we find out that we got an opportunity to be saved. So this is very interesting, trying to be a very interesting lesson. And then we come with the other with that definition. So in Romans two thirteen, oh. how do we, how do we remember what he has said according to Romans two thirteen now? Right, Joe? Israel. Romans two thirteen, what does it say? Romans chapter two, verse thirteen. And it reads, Romans chapter 2, verse 13. Okay. For not the hearers of the word, of the law, are just before Yahweh, but the doers of the law shall be, just, shall be justified. So we just can't just come on in that work over 900,000 thrown on international side. We, we hand the word, but he said, what's going to be going to get you saved and be justified? you got to be a doer. So now we're going to borrow another word, a doer. i got to write that word down. So we got to be a doer. We just can't just, well, I know the Sabbath day. So I'm just going to go and listen to the sixth anointing camp. You know, but no, he said, no. You just can't be a hearer of this word. You got to be a doer. And another way, in another way you're going to learn how to preach up this Bible when they're going to drop this definition on persistent, P-E-R-S-I-S-T-E-N-R-T. Hey, Eldo, Mr. Tillworth, what that definition means that we can work with? Come on. Okay, it says, continuing to do something or to try to do something, even though it's difficult, other people may want you to stop, but you continue. Mm. So it's continuation of something that you're doing. That's uh, the word. It, uh, otherwise, if I tell you, I tell somebody, hey, you know, I heard in the back of your yard is um is some gold in the back of your yard, and uh, and here to sell you, 
and he went out there and hit it one lick and say, I didn't buy it. So uh, that ain't that ain't persistent, is it, uh, Elder? What they got to do, according to looking for that gold in his backyard, he hit the shovel one lick. So uh, I can't find it. And I, I can't find the gold. So uh, now, Elder, come on. Let's talk about that word persistent, what that word really means. Come on. <laughs> Continuing to do something or trying to do something, even though it's difficult. Other people may want you to stop, but you continue. Hey. I mean, if you think you got some gold in your backyard, and that's how Yahweh's word is. You understand WCC, World Council Church, is how you preach up your Bible. You got to be consistent. You got to. You got to. Way the Bible is, you got to go with it as it unfolds. That he would increase your memory and then he'll show you how to preach up the Bible because that's still small boy will tell you put this with that and that with that. Or you can produce your calls and um, come on by one of the six in the morning camping and, 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 and get a, a, a nice spanking. And then sometimes. A spanking wakes people up. Sometimes, you know, you got to put out a little nice spanking to get their attention. You know, you got them, you know, them little grandbabies come by. He said, look at grandbabies. I want you to act right. He said, well, I don't want to act right. Well, I, I think I think you did a little bit of those spank with this, this spank machine I got over here. Just, just to get you right. See? The same thing. So, Daughter Yahweh, let's get another precept over there in Wisdom Solomon chapter 9, verse 15. We'll read till we get our point. Daughter of Yahweh, Wisdom Solomon chapter 9, verse 15. Let's get a little bit more of that and see how far can we go to get an understanding about this memory. The only way you're going to precept your Bible, you got to keep the law. You got to follow the rules and regulations of the says Yahweh. Then he said he'll kick in and increase your knowledge, and he'll give you um, memory. And then he told the fear you have skill and understanding, and the game sales will not be able to. Um, hold that point. I, I got to pull the rabbit out here. Um, Elder Patel. And the book of Luke. 
Oh, I can't match no person. Oh, you oh, you just want to just backbite then, huh? So you come over here just to backbite. You ain't come to put no book on nobody. You want to reason and backbite. And ask you, do do you remember? Yeah, I remember I was in, in paganism. But I also remember, hey, Joe. But, Joe, I also remember what it says in 925 of St. John. Hey, but, Joe, what it says in St. John 925? Come on, that brother Joe. What it says in St. John 9.25, that brother Joe. All right. St. John 9.25, and it says, okay, it says, He answered and said, Whether he be a sinner or no, I not, or I know not. One thing I know, that whereas I was blind, now I see. I that but that what happened. See, a lot of people, been, you know, a lot of people come on this broadcast, they've been blind, but they see, but it's just, it's just hard to believe this club of these six ministries, capital boys over to his life. They were blind a lot of things. They thought um, it was a, a rapture to take you up, up in the way. And then you find out that y'all brought a son coming out on earth. He's going to raise them out on earth, and they're going to be on earth. And they're going back where they came from, out of the garden. And then you find out that over there in, um, in the 21st chapter of Revelation that the 12 tribes of Israel are going to search the whole world. And you got to come in one of them camps, and that just play a hole in all the Christian doctrine. You know? So, I mean, this Bible was basically just tell you a new one. Because everything we've been taught was wrong. But see, now it's time to correct these things. And how are we going to correct it? Like, remember, land, school, and banquet hall got to come first. We need a school to teach our loved ones, and we need a school not only that. We got to train these young men how to be Yahweh men. But you're not going to be trained how to be Yahweh man unless you come and sit down and bow shoulders at the sixth anointing camp. Because you got to look at the better half to be a totally different way once you become a Yahweh man. She got to be um, a hell. Help me out, hell. She, she, the, the women of the Bible that had a Yahweh man. The way the men looked at their better half was 2856. Uh, read down to the to the word called uh, just five lines there. See, we got to teach these young men how to be Yahweh men. We know they don't grow up to be men, but we want them to grow up to be Yahweh men. And when you get a mate, you got to see this mate as what? Proverbs twenty-eight fifty-six. Elder, what does it say? You got to see your mate as in the Book of Proverbs, chapter twenty-eight, verse fifty. What was that again? Chapter twenty-eight. Twenty-eight fifty-six. This how the Yahweh man must be his bride to be. He, but he has to bump shoulders in the sixth anointing camp so we can show him what to look for. 
he got to look for this type of better half according to the Bible. I don't care if you have a job that you kick folks in the rim eight hours or you make decisions on people for eight hours. When the job is over, you leave the job there, and this is what you got to become, but the God while the man the only one going to be able to see what he's supposed to be working with according to 2856. Let's read with the elders. Get five lives out of it. Come on. Is that it's, uh I don't think that's Proverbs. I think that's uh, Deuteronomy 2856. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's right. Exactly. 2856. Come on, bring that out. Bring it, Bring out five lines and the, the verses. Come on. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 56 says, The tender and delicate woman among you, which would not adventure to set the sole of her foot on the ground for delicateness and tenderness. Excellent. Excellent. So we have to train the young men when they get a better hand. You got to get a better head, and she must be. What is any two most powerful words in them five verses? I need two words that you're supposed to look for in your better head. And see now, and, and once you get a better head like that, like what you get ready to read these two words, then the Yahweh man will move walls, he'll move doors, he move, he will move quick. If this is the type of woman that he has for the rest of his life. And give me the two words that we're working with, Elder. I need two words that we're working with that the young man must be brought up to understand when it comes down to your better half, you're supposed to find one. What kind of way, Elder? Two words. Tender. Tender and delicate. Excellent. Tender and delicate. I don't care if you run a, I don't care if you drive an 18 wheeler and you and, and you wear a compact boots and, and kick rims eight hours. Okay, good. That is your job. But when you come out of that job, you put all that in the closet. You leave your job at your job. And now you come among, around the Yahweh man, the Bible expects you to be, what kind of woman again, Adam? Tender and delicate. And as and once that woman presents herself as tender and delicate, that man will move a wall for that woman. And don't and don't 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 let her mess around and say, uh, why he why she cooking a good meal for you. Don't mess around and let her say, uh, group one sixteen and seventeen here. Now if she said one, if if she say group one sixteen and seventeen. Now we already know some do not disturb signs gonna be all planted all the way outside on the mailbox all the way to the front door. 
if, if she left around and say after she bought that meal to you, and she say, look, I mean, uh, Ruth 1, 16 and 17, what is that? What is that? <laughs> the book of Ruth, chapter 1, reading 16 and 17. 16 says, and Ruth said, and treat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. For whether thou goest, I will go. Whether thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people. Thy Yahweh, my Yahweh. 17. For thou diest, I will die. And there I will be buried. The Yahweh do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. So you know that man, that y'all brought a man to do this? He is food so fast, boy, just run over there and grab and take her off her feet. That's why I keep telling these, these, these little guys, stop getting these big old women, these you little guys. Because if you go grab the, a, a big woman and you a little guy, you hurt your back. You ain't no count. So <laughs> you might get something to the Because when that spirit hits you, you want to pick up her feet, won't touch nothing from where you're trying to place it. You mess around and, and blow your back out. So stop looking at these little tall, big old women and you know you ain't number five foot one. Leave them <laughs> tall women alone. Get you, get your woman, you know, around your side. That's the big guy if you have the big women. Yeah. So say, look here, I, I got so happy one time I said, she, she, she looked one, 16 and 17. I ran over there and grabbed her and fell out and it took me two days to even get off the, from, from the ground. Yeah. Miss got to miss work a couple of days. No, you can't get these big old women and knowing you a little man. Get you a little woman that that you can lift up. Huh? Got it? Alright, enough of that. So there it is up there. Let's come on back, daughter. Hey daughter Yahweh, that's why it's very important to understand the sixth and order camp, we got to get the Yahweh men the the boys to know how to be a Yahweh man. You got to treat these women like they're delicate and tender, but they have to have the rules and regulations. So these men must get to these fixing on the camp, the young men, and learn what to look for. Because the last thing he want to find himself, um, I got to get another preacher there. See, in Proverbs chapter 10, yeah, you know, I got to get no precepts. I mean, what can I say? In Proverbs chapter 7, tell me out here, see, we're we here to help. Because we know one thing, a lot of men, young men, going to be men one day. And we can save you a lot of punishment if you listen. You have to make sure that in Proverbs chapter 7, you know, you have to spot this from a distance. Proverbs chapter 7, verse number 10 and 11. And we'll get back, we'll get back. But sometimes you have to pause because the fear of Yahweh tell you. See, we know the school is very important. But we know these young men that's raised by their mom. 
They must be raised by the six anointed camp with understanding. And we'll show them how to be a Yahweh man today. And what to look for. And the wise man in the world is telling you something to avoid right off the top. Let's see what he says in Proverbs chapter 7, verse number 10 and 11. What it say, Elder? Let's see what it say. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 7, reading 10 and 11. 10 says, And behold, there met him a woman with the attire of a harlot and subtle of mind. 11. She is loud and stubborn. Her feet abided not in her house. He said, uh, a subtile. That means she was a uh, subtile. That's the same word that um, over there in Genesis chapter 3. Subtile. See, you don't want to, you don't want to end up with a woman that's subtile. Because she will be all over the place and it will keep your mind off them and you're not going to be able to redeem nothing. Because David, well, Saul told David, we don't leave, we don't talk in a couple of seconds. He said, I'm going to give him my daughter. I was soft, said, but my daughter going to be a hellraiser, and I want to kill David anyway, so I'm going to have to worry about my daughter so much. And I'm going to give him her to wife. And she's going to worry him so bad, he's going to mess around, forget about him, bring the sword on the battle. <laughs> he's going to lose his life. See? So you got to see, we can help you. But you got to get these young men to learn how to be a Yahweh man and what to look for. You don't have no great big old mouth woman to my this what you're gonna be with, and up mouth outrunning yours. No. That ain't <laughs> what you look for for the spectrum. You want exactly what the Bible says you need. So you got to get these young men that you're fixing on the camp. And we can train them now how to be Yahweh men and how to avoid punishment according to Second Ezra 7.21. We can help you. We'll show you what the Bible says. That's enough of that. Come on back. Hey, daughter Yahweh, come on back to that wisdom Solomon, chapter 9, verse 15. Now, who would ever fall? Only Yahweh knows. Wisdom of Solomon chapter 9, verse 15 to 3, we'll be called daughter. What daughter is? Daughter Yahweh. Come on back and give me that wisdom of Solomon chapter 9, verse 15. Daughter of Yahweh. Back on the clock. Come on. What's going on with the microphone there, WCC? Huh? Yeah, I hit that. You ready to go again, daughter? Just give a hallelujah while we know you're ready to go. WCC working on your microphone right now. So once you're ready, say, 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Christ here. Hey, uh, Brother Joe, give me that wisdom of in chapter 9, verse 15. Just read a little bit. Verse 15. For the corruptible body presented down the soul and the earthly tabernacle weighs down the mind that mooses upon many. Uh-huh. Upon many things. Well, hold on, hold on, brother Joe. I'm trying to get that verse 15. Give me a little more. Give me, give me a little more power read on verse 15. It's something in verse 15 there, brother Joe. And that we're going to start nine, verse 15. Something in there. That's the old C. And bring it out for Mother Dear Israel said. He said, see, I didn't really understand what he just read in that nine fifteen. So, uh, you know, bring that, bring it out again. Take your time and look at it nine fifteen and. And bring it out for the national and really hear what you're saying. And real myself in 9, verse 15. And I'm going to found on it, what's going on. Come on. Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 9, verse 15. It reads, For the corruptible body present, presses down the soul. And the earthly tabernacle weighs down the mind that muses upon many things. Uh-huh. What what is saying that this 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 that this worldly thing can mess you up. Your mind can keep you your mind can have you on things that you don't have time to meditate or follow Yahweh's rule. That's why you got to redeem the time. See, you got to let that mind, uh, you got to rule your mind yourself. Don't let your mind have you all over the place. Then you forget about the rules and regulations just as Yahweh, and then you won't be caught up, you know, in so many avenues because your, your mind is trying to weigh you down and keep you away from the understanding with the spiritual. That was saying in 9, verse 15. I'll, I'll read down from 16 down to verse 20 there, uh, Brother Joe. 16 down to verse 20, and we'll read that just like it is. Come on. 16 down to verse 20. Come on. Verse 16. Of the wisdom of Solomon. And hardly do we get aright at things that are upon earth. And with labor do we find the things that are before us. But the things that are in heaven who have searched out. That's pretty good, Jack, right, Joe? That's pretty good. Um, now, remember, I'm done with Yahweh. Now, once you just say hallelujah, Father, to know that your microphone didn't straighten up, and then we'll get a little bit more, daughter, once your microphone is ready to go. So now, um, so we find out right now that we got to redeem the time. 
Now, daughter read in Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 16, we got to redeem our time. So we got to cut down on things that is not Yahweh. The, a lot of worldly things, we got to put it down to the side. Then Yahweh will start showing you how to preach up this Bible. And, and he will oppress you by the water side, and you'll be all right. Now, um, I got to look at another verse there, um, Brother Joe. Let's run back to Ephesians chapter 5. And I will look at verse 15. Let's run back to Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 15. Tell me out there, Brother Joe, Ephesians 5. Verse 15, what that say? I see. You kind of broke up there a little bit. Okay. Uh, chapter 15. Ephesians, uh, Ephesians chapter 5. I tell you what, just make it, just make it verse 17. Make it um, Ephesians 5, verse 17. Can you hear me? Brother Ephesians five seventeen. Yes, sir. You pick the picture up here. Ephesians chapter five. Verse number 15. It says, See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Uh-huh. Verse 16 and 17. Verse number 16 and 17. 16 says, Redeeming the time, because the days are evil. 17. Wherefore ye be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Yahweh is. That's big topic there. That's big topic mm-hmm. there. We got to know what his will is. See, when we, when we redeem his time, that means we could do his will. So we need to know biblically what is Yahweh's will. Because we found out in a run of 24 hours. We got 10 hours for the job. Eight hours on the job. One hour to get there. One hour to get back. We got eight hours of sleep. That's 18 hours gone. So now you got six hours left. Yahweh says, out of them six hours, he want what? Uh, Elder 26, verse 40, uh, Matthew. What do Yahweh say he wants out of them six hours? Let's see what he say he wants. 26, verse 40. Book of Matthew is looking at 26, verse number 40. 40 says, And he cometh unto the disciples, 
and findeth them asleep, and said unto Peter, What do you not watch with me for one hour? You could not watch with me for one hour? So, Errol, how much time Yahweh want out of them six hours? We know it's six loose hours. You know, maybe three of them to go out and take care of your business, bills, or whatever, or whatever. So, how much time do Yahweh want daily out of them six hours? So, give him one hour. WCC want to know how do we get so much out of one book through these precepts? Because we give Yahweh that one hour. We get more than But the same token, but he requires for you to understand his word. You must be able to give him one hour. Hey, my Joe. Give me James chapter one seventeen. James chapter one verse seventeen. What does it say there, Brother Joe? And it'll have me Psalm chapter forty verse eight. And Isaiah forty verse eight. Had it waiting on the elder to still. Hey Joe, what does it say that we can read in James one seventeen? Okay, I'm getting there, sir. James chapter 1, verse 17. And it, and it reads this. James chapter 1, verse 17. James chapter 1, verse 17. And it reads, verse 17, and it reads, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of light, which whom is no variableness, neither shadow, of turning. Uh, so when we get a, a a good gift, oh, I hit the lottery, I did this, I did this. No, no, no. Every good gift comes from, from who that, uh, uh, Brother Joe? Can you have to match on his own? You understand, when you get a good gift, where is it coming from, Brother Joe? I mean, according to 117, where is it coming from, Brother Joe? It's coming from above. It's coming from above, and above is Yahweh the Father and Yahweh the Son. So that's where you get your good gift there. So don't think, oh, well, my balsam gave me a raise. No, that's Yahweh. I'm told that balsam to give you a raise. Every good gift comes from Yahweh. Always give Yahweh the glory. So remember that. And uh, give me a precept there, Brother Joe. Give me that St. John 327. Help the OC out in St. John 327. St. John 327. 
All right, see, here we go. So don't get no high eyes on your ball. Because Yahweh, according to Proverbs 16, 1, 2, and 3, he controls the mind of me, the kings and everybody. He makes them do right. And 21, verse 2, he controls their mind. So don't all of a sudden now get your eyes on how these bosses and think the boss of them did that. No, that's Yahweh is telling the boss to get you right. Just like he told Cyrus in the, in, the, in the book of Isaiah, you get over there and you get the children of Israel right, you let them go home and let the northern kingdom come on over to America so they can get started. That's what you do, Cyrus. That's why you was created. So everything you get, give all glory to your mighty one. Not no mortal man, no mortal woman. Huh? Because Yahweh put in the mind for them to do what they do. Never forget that. St. John 327. St. John 327, and it reads, John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. You see that? You see the precept in that, Brother Joe? See, Brother Joe, so later, all the camps got there, the precept of the Bible. And, that, and then once we in order and we redeem the time, the school is coming up. But we got to get the teachers in place to be the precept of the Bible because we got to deal with a lot of young minds. And these young minds is out of control. They don't know how to find them a tender and delicate woman, they look at the first thing that's looking like Beyonce with gold hair on their head. No, that's a <laughs> curse. That's a curse itself from in the 13th chapter of Leviticus. See, a man, we got to straighten up the young man, but he's going to take the six and on account to step up to the plate. Be the first one in, the last one out, and take care of Yahweh's business. Yahweh got an increase coming, but we got to step to the plate. Like the WCC said, well, about this precept. We show you the precepts do not work unless you, um, Yahweh sent your memory. And he ain't doing nothing for you until you uh, keep the law. And then and then all the big major camps got to stop lying. They got to stop lying. They got, you know what I'm saying? Sunday is the wrong day. Yeah. That's not mine. He's not going to let you compete in this. He's not going to let you 21, 20, 41, 21 produce your call. You come around one of these six and on the camp with the mindset of a Christian, of Islam, of Judaism, the young lives of run, run, your, run your body. You see? I just open the Bible. We, we got to take care of business. Because we found out that Elder read, uh, uh, but Joe read in Ephesians 5, that verse number 17, we must understand the will of Yahweh. See, we got to know his will. So now Elder, get ready to read in Psalm 40, verse 8. What is Yahweh's will? Come on now, Elder. Let's find out his will. Come on. Book of Psalms, chapter 40, verse number 8 says, I delight to do thy will, O my Yahweh. Yea, the law 
is written in my mind. See that? So Yahweh's will is his law. So if you want to know Yahweh's will is his law, you got to keep his law. Then he'll show you how to, he'll come in and, and he will, he'll put a, a Revelation 3, uh, L, let's go 3, 19, let's, let's see what Yahweh do for you. Now, if, if you get the Almighty right, if you keep his law, in Revelation chapter 3, can you have to see how, let's see what Yahweh can he'll do. If you do right, now, if you keep his law, let's see what he got written. And 3, 19, down to verse, my father, you want to take it on down to verse 1, And we'll get about two, three more in. We're going to turn over to the young line, and the young line going to take it on in. And uh, you got, now, I don't know what all that. Uh, daughter, when, when your microphone ready, let me know, daughter. Say hallelujah, Wah, daughter. Give me a loud hallelujah, Wah. Let me know to bring you back in to uh, do some more dust there, Yahweh. You were doing a great job before your microphone fell on you. So now, um, Revelation chapter 3, pick up verse number 19, 19 down to verse 22. What is that, Revelations. Chapter 3, reading 19 to verse 22. 19 says, As many as I love, I rebuke, and chasten, be zealous, therefore, and repent. 20, Behold, I stand at the door, and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him, and will serve him up, and serve with him, and he with me. 21, to him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. 22, he that has an ear, let him hear what spirit said unto the churches. Mm-hmm. So this, so this message is going to the churches. Okay? He said, he got here because his message is going to the churches. Okay? Now, see, this, this is where Yahweh will kick in and let you know that this message is going to the churches. He that got here in the churches, hear the man sing. But we put a priest at this uh, church and 17 verse 1 and see who, who is this church. This message going to. We're going to precept this, the elder. We're going to Exodus 17, verse 1, and see who is the church that this message is going to. 17, verse 1 of Exodus. What does it say to him? In the book of Exodus, chapter 17, verse number 1 says, And all the congregation of the children of Israel journey from the wilderness of sin after their journeys according to the commandment of the Yahweh and uh-huh. pitched in that's good that's good right there so the one in the wilderness the church mean all the congregation of the children of Israel 
So when we see his word in church, when we teach it, mm-hmm. we let the word go through, but we will correct those that lead the word there by saying church and showing you the definition. The church means the children of the congregation of the children of Israel. That was the word church. It don't mean ecclesiastic or call out people. Unless you unless you put Israel there. Because that's what the church of the body is. It's a polluted word for the whole congregation of the children of Israel. So that's why we have to show you what this Bible says on one accord as we get past to bring the school and we and to bring the school elder, give me that um Romans four seventeen. Romans four seventeen. All right. In the book of Romans. All right. Chapter four. All right. What does it say there in four seventeen? What does it say there? 17 says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even Yahweh who quickened the dead and, and called those things which he had not as though they were. You see that? So we call in the school, the banquet hall, the, the, the land, School, banquet hall, and the radio station. Although it's not, although we call it as it were. You know why? Because Yahweh's word tells us to put it out there. The one thing about the children of Israel need a school to go to. These young men need to be trained how to be Yahweh's men, how to respect they better have to be. But all they're going to learn that, they must sit and be groomed up under the six anointed camps of bosses of the true Israelites. And remember, the women got a great responsibility. And as a matter of fact, give me two verse three there. Right, uh, Joe, give me that title two verse three. Let's show you the responsibility of a tender and delicate woman, how she both respond. But before you read that, let me show you what will come out of her mouth. Hey, here, look at here. What will come out of a tender and delicate woman's mouth in 31, 26 of Proverbs? Can you hear me out here? Proverbs 31, 26. In the book of Proverbs. Looking at 31, verse number 26 says, She opened her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue was the law of kindness. The law of what, Elder? Kindness. Kindness. Gentle, delicate, and kind. When she opened her mouth with kindness. Then that job while the man will move a wall for you. Is that, that wall is in your way? Uh, it might be. Well, I'm going to move out the way. That's how much energy once you put, put, 
present yourself according to this Bible, that Yahweh man's responsibility kicked in, and he will move a wall for you. But that too, <laughs> that's how they wrote. Now, um, Brother Joe, we're going to show you how they, they mess up. And we're going to show you the precepts of get it out, of get it going on. Just go see out in Exodus 5, verse 1 there, but Joe. I'm going to put about 10 more minutes in. By the time the young line, will, they're going to take it on in. I'm going to put about 10 more minutes in. I'm going to turn it over to the young line. He's going to roar the rest of the way. And Daughter Yahweh, once your, your microphone ready, Daughter, say hallelujah, Daughter Yahweh. And we know you're ready to... Um, uh, and we already know uh, all the of Israel. They look, they look there. No, I'm, I'm getting my soap right, and uh, I need a little more time now. But uh, I'm gonna be hollering that microphone real soon too. Oh, Mother D of Israel. The Mother D of Israel. She told old C, "You make sure you stand tall. Cause we got a long yeah. way to go. Take care of this business." Mother D of Israel. That's why I beat you on top of the seventh day. All right. What will read, Joe? Give me that 5, verse 1. Exodus 5, verse 1. And afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus saith the Yahweh, Yahweh of Israel, Let my people go, that they may hold a feast unto me in the wilderness. Uh, so Yahweh got a people. That's one of the greatest mysteries teaching. Yahweh had to have a people. See, the world said, you know, Yahweh is about everybody, but now he just said, you tell old Pharaoh the big one, the, uh, the big, uh, big general, the big president, to uh, you tell them I say let my people go. Now we're gonna precept that um Brother Joe. We're going into chapter four, twenty one, twenty two. Let my people go. Who are you talking about? Precept your body. And we'll find out once we precept it, write it down on and when you teach it in classes, when you read, let my people go, let's see you talk about the whole world, or is it specific people he's talking about? And it ought to have me, Exodus chapter 7, verse 1 and 4, waiting on me. What is it you read, Brother Joe? And Exodus, Exodus 2, 21 and 22. Hold on, Brother Joe. Let, let me say, go, kick off first for you uh, Hell old theater, lose his train of thought. Hallelujah. All. <laughs> all right. So now, give me that um, Exodus chapter 2, 21, 2 and 2. You're on the clock. Brother Joe, come up. Exodus chapter 2, 21 and 22. And it came to pass because the men wise feared Yahweh that he made them houses, verse 22. And Pharaoh charged 
all his people, saying, Every son that is born, ye shall cast into well, the well, river. Well, 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 hold on. Hold on a minute, Brother Joe. Uh, if you're looking at um, Exodus chapter 2, verse 21 and 22, or is I'm all over the place. Right. Who all over the place? Maybe they'll see you all over the place. Maybe they'll see you right. all over the place. I don't know. Let's see you right. all I'm over the place. Uh, yeah, I've been in chapter 4, 21 and 22. 4. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Now, see, that's, that's what I want. You want to see him make a, a little mistake. I, I like, I like, I like correction. Make that 4, 22 there. Now, there you go, Brother Joe. Now, let me know that you, you, you work. You, you, you have to know Make that 4, 22. 4, 21 and 22. Exodus chapter 4, verse 21 and 22. And the Yahweh said unto Moses, When thou goest to return into Egypt, see that thou do all those wonders before Pharaoh, which I have put, in thine hand, but I will harden his mind that he shall not let the people go. Verse 22. And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, Thus said the Yahweh, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. Mm-hmm. So we clear, once we start teaching the masses, when he said, let my people go, we can insert in Israel to make them jump. I don't see no Israel in there. Then you put the priest up on them, and you take care of them. He didn't think about no Latter-day Saints or no Christians or no Islam or Judaism. This book about the children of Israel, the rise and fall of the children of Israel. This has to be known. It ain't a Christian book. It ain't an Islamic book or a Judaism book. This book for the children of Israel, to the children of Israel, and about the children of Israel. The rise and fall of the 12 tribes of Israel. That's all you get out of this book. Um, Errol. So let's, let's, look, let's look at a, a, a precept on that, Elder. We go on to Exodus chapter 7, verse 1 and 4, Elder. Let's get a precept on that. Exodus chapter 7, verse 1 and 4. Our Elder, Mr. Tibbs, be back on the clock tomorrow. What WCC just said. See, we're going we gonna to miss the elder. He's too talking for the night. Ain't that tough? Well, well, one thing about the talk tail been lit and the curtain air went up. So, uh, uh, Brother Joe, we're going to get a couple more in and we're going to turn on to our the young line anyway. But one thing about that's why I say the radio station is very important. Land, school, banquet hall, get in where you fit in at. Let's go to the seventh chapter there, Brother Joe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, without that help, 
One says, and the Yahweh said unto Moses, See, I have made thee a Yahweh to Pharaoh, and Aaron yes. thy brother shall be thy seer. Four. Yes. Verse four. Four. But Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you, that I may lay my hand upon Egypt, and bring forth mine armies, and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt, by great judgments. Now, uh, so remember when we read in 5 verse 1, let my people go, with the precept of 7 verse 4, it tell you what people you're talking about. My people is Israel. See, we have to boldly be able to bring out the precept, you know, and we got to do it as a proper 30 verse 30, which we're not going to read bold as a line. We got to take care of this man's business. Now come on uh, um but Joe, give me give me Exodus chapter four, verse two and three. Now I'm gonna go show something real quick, an illustration, and show you the only way you can get out of this is through the precept. The only way you can get out of this, if you don't precept your Bible, you're gonna be stuck. Exodus chapter four, two and three, what does it say there, but Joe? Exodus chapter 4, verse 2 and verse 3. And the Yahweh said unto him, What is that in thine hand? And he said, A rod. Verse 3. And he said, Cast it on the ground. And he cast it on the ground. And it became a serpent. And Moses fled from before it. So Moses broke out running because his rod became a serpent. Now, El, give me number 21, verse 1, 8 through 10. Now I'm going to show you how you, how you catch it. Chapter 21, verse 1 and 8 to verse number 10. One says, And when the king Herod, the Canaanite, which dwelled in the south, heard tell of Israel came by the way of the spies. Then he fought against Israel and took some of them prisoners. Verse number 8. And the Yahweh said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent, and set it up on a pole, 
and it shall come to pass that everyone that is bitten, when he looked upon it, shall live. And nine, and Moses and Moses made a serpent of brass and put it up on a pole. And it came to pass that if a serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. Mm-hmm. So when he when he looked upon the serpent, they lived. And Yahweh turned, and Exodus four, two and three turned his rod into a serpent. So according to what we just got to read so far, this serpent conversation is about it's concerning what Moses and the children of Israel. Moses and the children of Israel. Now watch this. Now, I'm going to show you, I'm going to see what's going on. Brother Joe, give me 3.16, down to verse 20. I'm going to turn over to the young lion and see what we can get out of it. St. John 3.16, down to verse 20. Come on. Brother Joe. St. John 3.16. For Yahweh so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that forever, whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Verse 17. For Yahweh sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Verse 18. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of Yahweh. Verse 19, and this is the commandment, this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Mm-hmm. Now, you read all that good stuff. Now, now back up and read 13 down to verse 16. Read 13 and 16. Now, you read all that good stuff there. Now, read 13 and 16. Verse 13. And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man, which is in heaven. Verse 16. For Yahweh, so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Wait a minute, I don't, miss, I don't miss the first. Well, hold on, I'll, I'll miss something. I'll miss something, uh, Brother Joe. I'll miss something. It was the illustration that he said. The theater will miss something. And uh, I want to see what he uh, missed. 
he missed something in the third chapter. He'll miss he'll miss the hit. In uh, but he did an illustration there, and we don't telegraph anything. But he done a rebirth of fourteen again because I I think you left the seat hanging. Read verse three fourteen again now. Look at it real carefully, young man, because uh, I mean, uh, Brother Joe, because I didn't really hear three fourteen real clearly, because my point was somewhere in there. Let's see what it says in uh three fourteen again. Take your time there, Brother Joe. Come on. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Uh-huh. Verse 15. Verse 15. That whosoever believeth in him should never perish, but have eternal life. Okay. Now, read verse 16. Verse 16. For Yahweh so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should never, should not perish, but have a but have everlasting life. So now the Christian world, the Islamic Judaism, and all they see in this whole thing is three sixteen. And they don't see the illustration that Yahweh just got through doing using a precept and a a parable to he got to be lifted up the same way as Moses done something. But we gonna leave that right there. Because this is where they're gonna go and they only gonna get three sixteen out of it. But here's three sixteen the story that Yahweh is really talking about. Stop it right there. And on that note, we're going to bring the young line in from Camp Water. Up and come and teach out of Camp Water, Brother Mackay. Brother Mackay, allow for what you say. Brother Mackay, Israel. Y'all fly beat you there, see you right. Y'all fly next to there. There is Israel. Oh, see you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yo, yo, Janine. All right, we have the top water on Saturday. Ball game, ball. We got done landing down. Top part of Saturday. But we gonna keep it out there, Sister Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Put a little more audio in that. Put a little more audio in that, Sister Sarah. That's a Right. And we believe that it's the 
ministry right in spirit should teach you in that very same hour what you are to say. All right, we got our brother Job on the line, you Say, Yahweh, I'm next to brother Job. Brother Job. And Yaqua, I'll be with you there, Brother McKay. The audio is kind of low, like if we're in the background. All right. Can you hear me now, Elder Mr. Spirit? I can hear you a little bit better. But you're still uh, in the background, so probably other people have a harder time to hear you also. All right. This way. Make sure we get an audio check. Thank you, there, Mr. Uh, uh, Elder, Mr. Kidd. There's the audio check. Make sure you can hear it real loud and clear. Is that better now, Elder, Mr. Kidd? That's better. Yeah, that's a little better. Okay. So while we're at it, we know we got Luke 12, 12 being put on the table. Can you give me uh, Matthew chapter 10? And let me get verse number 19. Book of Matthew is chapter 10, verse 19. Verse number 19 says, But when they deliver you up, take no thought of how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in the same hour what ye shall speak. So when we come down to this book, we want to make sure we got a clear understanding that we don't have to give no thought of what we should speak because we know the ministry right the Spirit is going to give you that uh, uh, in that very same hour, what you want to speak. But if you are uh, uh, going to be counting the ministry spirit to give you something to read, how are you going to speak? When the ministry spirit gives you something to read, how are we going to speak that Sister Sarah Israel and Steve Roy, Travis Yada Judah? Go to First Peter chapter 4 and pick it up at verse number 10 and verse number 11. When Mr. Spirit is going to give you something to speak, how are you supposed to speak in that very same hour? So we can make sure the national audience are uh, well educated on how you should speak in that very same hour. First Peter chapter four, verse number ten and verse number eleven. That's right. Verse ten and eleven. Verse 10 reads, read. If any man speak, that would speak as the oracles of Yahweh. If any man speak, how you got to speak again, Sister Sarah? As the oracles of Yahweh. So he got to speak according to the oracles of Yahweh. That's how he got to speak. And, and continue to read. If any man minister. Mm-hmm. Let him do it as a 
be praised in your name forever and ever. Hallelujah. 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 And uh, 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 it was something that I said in my mouth about this being um, education. Because we got to make sure that we know that this book is our education. So let's go pick that up. Uh, Mr. Elder Kid Israel. Let's go to Second uh, Maccabees chapter 6. And we're going to pick it up at verse 17. And we're going to read down until we get to our point. Let's see what he had to say about uh, uh, one of the chief, one of the chief leaders that was in the uh, uh, twelve tribes of Israel, the tribe of Yahweh Judah. Let's see what he had to say about his education. You know, I heard you still okay, talking well, about we got to get ready to prepare for the school, and we got to know what type of education we gonna be delivering inside of the school that our fathers before us. What their education was, the same education should be ours today. You want to clock this there, the kids? Can you repeat that Chapter verse in Second Corinthians? Chapter six. We're gonna start at verse seventeen, and we're gonna read down until we get to our point. Second Maccabees, chapter 6, verse 17. Mm-hmm. But let this that we had spoke be for a warning unto us. And now we come to the declaring of the master in a few words. 18. Mm-hmm. As I, one of the principal mm-hmm. scribes, an aged man, and a well-favored countenance was constrained to open his mouth and to eat swine's flesh. Nineteen. Now, 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 before before you read that, elder, I want to make a case of point out of this because now we got one of the uh, 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 this one of the chief men, and he was a uh, uh, and he was in a position of authority, and he was an aged man, and he was an elder as well. And he refused to open his mouth up to swine's flesh. So he didn't want to eat none of the pork that they were trying to get ready to get for him. Okay, Elder, now you're back on the clock. I just want to point that out, that we're dealing with a chief man that's a, uh, 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 it's an elder. And he was a, uh, a principal scribe as well. What else they say? What else he had to say about it? 19, but he choosing rather to die gloriously than to live, strained with such abomination, spit Mm -hmm. forth, and came of his own accord to the torment. So this this, this elder, he refused to have have lived his stain with such abomination to eat that swine's flesh. He refused these things, Elder. He said, no, nah, I ain't going to touch none of that swine's flesh. He said, oh, you can go on here and torment me now. 
All right, it'll bring it on back. What else happened? 20. As it behooves them to come, that eight, resolute to stand out against such things as are not lawful for love of life to be tasted. 21. But they that had the change of that wicked uh, feast for an old acquaintance mm-hmm. they had with the man, taking him aside, besought him to bring flesh of his only provision, such as was lawful for him to use, and make as if he did eat the flesh taken from the sacrifice commanded by the king. 22. And that, so doing, he might be delivered I got, I, from death. Hey, hey Eric, let me, let, me, let me jump in real quick because you just, you just read something, and uh, I want to make sure I bring this out real clear for the national audience. Now, here we got, we got Eliezer, Christmas scrap, a chief man, an elder, who refused to eat any of that swine's flesh in his mouth. He said, go on here, I'm going to live. He said, I'm not going to, he said, for the better for me to put it, to be stained, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to go on here and step up and let you torment me. And it said in verse 20, as it behooves them to come, that our result to stand out against such things as are not lawful for love of life to be tasted. In 21, and he just said something that, uh, but they that had charge of the wicked feet, they call this feet the wicked feet, for the old acquaintance they had with the man. They pulled this man to the side and wanted him to act like he was eating the provision that swine flesh was not lawful for them to eat, but they wanted to make it look good in front of the young man. But what did he say in verse 22? 22 says that in doing so, he might be delivered from death and that from the old friendship with them, find favor. Now, here we is. We have the elder, the chief man that's on the clock right now, and his position is right now to try to date the, the uh, uh, other nations. They want to use the, like they do today. They try to use the people that's authority, the ones that have the influence on the youth, those who have the influence on the people around you, to try to get back and sit back and say, hey, promote this, and we're going to make sure that uh, 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 you okay. We're going to take good care of you. We just need you to pro- uh, promote this for your people and get them to do what we need them to do by them following you. You eat this swine flesh, they're going to look at you, and the young man going to sit back, and they're going to eat the swine flesh too. But you're going to be all good because we'll give you some of that good old food that you always eat anyway, you know, some of that green food that you like to eat, just pretend like you're eating this food. Same thing they do to us today. They use our own against us to try to get us and throw us off with you, right? So what was his position after he got that, after they said that to him, Elder? Twenty-three, but he began to consider discreetly, 
as became as became his age, and the excellence of his ancient years, and the honor of his gray head, whereupon was come, and 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 his most honest education, from a child, rather the righteous law made and given by Yahweh. Therefore he answered accordingly, and willed them straight ways to send him to the grave. But, but now I want to ask a question. What was his education from a child? What was his education from a child as a chief man? What did he say his education was? Let's read that again, Elder, in verse number uh, 3, verse 23 again. You're asking me a question uh, or to read it again? Okay, 23 20, 20, says. But he began to consider discreetly, as it became his age, the excellency of his, of his ancient years, and the honor of his gray head, whereupon come his most honest education from a child, or rather, the righteous law, made and given by Yahweh. Therefore, he counseled. Right there. That's all we need right there, Elder. So his education that he received was the law. The righteous law. You hear the still, and we bring it up every time that, hey, we want to make sure we get the school ready and prepared. But when we get the school ready and prepared, and it's time to educate the people, what we have to educate the people by is the law. If we're not educating the people in the law, and then we're not giving them the proper education because the children of Israel education is the law. It was something that was said, Sister Sarah Israel, in the book of Psalms. Turn to Psalms chapter 70. Give me Psalms chapter 73. And pick it up at verse number 16 and verse 17. So if we know that our education is the law, where are we going to learn this law at? If we know that our education is the law, it got to be somewhere that we must learn this education at. Yeah, give me uh, Psalm chapter 73 and pick it up at verse 16 and verse number 17, please. Psalm chapter 73, verse 16 and 17, verse 16 reads. Mm-hmm. And I said, it was too painful for me. No. Verse 17. What did it read? Until I went into the sanctuary. And see, he went into the temple. What happened? To the temple of Yahweh. Uh-huh. And understood there. So when did he learn the therein? Where did he get his understanding from? In the temple. So that means in order for him to come to the temple, he has to be keeping the law. See, that's where you go get your, matter of fact, let's make a case of point here. 
when you're talking about uh, what we will get education, that we know education is the law, right? But um, Sister Sarah is real. Let's go to the book of Sarah. And give me chapter uh, 51, verse number 23. Sarah, chapter 51, verse 23. See, if you're going to, David knew something. David knew that the law was his education. Same way Eliezer knew that the law was his education. David said, hey, when I went to the temple, I got me some understanding. Now I know how this end thing will go. But he also, there's something else that was stated inside of the book of Sirach, chapter uh, 51. And pick it up at verse number 24. Book of Wherefore are you slow? Mm-hmm. But what you say you will be a thing? Mm-hmm. Seeing your souls are very thirsty. Give me 23. Verse 23. Draw near unto me. Draw nearer to me. That's you right. Will learn. You unlearn. Where you get the learning from? Yeah. Read it all the way out. What do you say? And dwell in the house right. of learning. And dwell in the in the temple of learn. So where you gonna learn everything at when it's time for you to do some learning? You gotta learn in the temple. See that's what that's that's one of the biggest keys and misses of learning this body. You gotta be ready to get the education which is the law. Then you gotta be ready to come to the temple and get to learn. Because King David said, hey, listen here. I ain't no jack squat until I went into that temple and got me some mother's bad. And the age I said that this education that we received is the law. And then you go read the book of Sirach, what did he say in verse 20, 24? Read the same book, Sirach 51, verse 24. Book of Chapter 51, verse 24 reads, Wherefore are you slow? Wherefore are you slow? And what say you of these things? And what say you these things? And your souls are very thirsty. Now, right now, we got a lot of people whose souls are very thirsty. And that's the 12 tribes of Israel. They're very thirsty because they right now they're very slow. And they need something. The only way they're going to be able to get this thing, what did he say in verse 23? Verse 23, draw near unto me. Draw nearer to me. You are learned. You, the ones that are learned. And dwell in the temple of learning. And, and you have to dwell in the temple of learning. So when you come here on a, on a Sabbath day, he say, this is where you're going to get your education from. And the law is where you'll get your learning from. That's why it's important that we get ready and all get on one accord and get this school building prepared and teachers ready to do their part. Elders ready to step in and make sure the teachers doing their part, and, and, and we know the sick go sit back. And he gonna get on the elders. So it's an order to this thing that we got to make sure we standing up, because we got to get ready to get the school set up. Now, uh, now let's learn something about this school. But there was something else I need to pull out too that uh, the elder was reading in that Maccabees chapter six. I wanted to back up a little bit. Because uh, since we're talking about 
we got to get some education up out of the law. Let's go back and read that again. Uh, let's go back and read something that Eliezer said. Let's go back to that Maccabees. Maccabees chapter 6. Yeah. Verse yeah, let's 23. go back to that Maccabees chapter 6. And let's pick it up at verse number 6. Okay, now we're going to verse 6. Yes, sir. 6 says, Neither was it lawful for a man to keep the Sabbath days or ancient fast, or to profess himself at all to be a Jew. Right. So uh, let's deal with that word real quick. I'm glad you pointed it out, uh, uh, Elder, because now it's a teaching moment for the national audience. Let's find out what we can get. As a matter of fact, we're going to start such a little bit on this tomorrow. We're going to bring some historical facts about this word, Jew. Uh, let's go back and find out. It was something that was said in the book of Proverbs, chapter 30, verse 5, and verse number 6, of Sarah Israel. Let's go read that. Proverbs, chapter 30, and pick it up at verse number 5 and verse number 6. How about we start it off like that? I was asking the elder, you, you said it just like that because it's a point that we can bring out of that. And we're going to deal with that. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 30, verse 5 and verse 6, there was something that was fake. And uh, let's see what he said, Sister Sarah. It's for it. Yes, ma'am. Every word of Yahweh's pure. Now, now stop right there. Every word of Yahweh's pure. How pure is Yahweh's word? Let's go to Psalm chapter 12, verse number 6. Elder Mr. Tears. Let's find out how pure his word is in Psalms chapter 12. We'll pick it up at verse number 6, and then we'll come back over to Yusuf there is where. Because they say every word of Yahweh is pure. Well, how pure is this word that we can read in the book of Psalms, chapter 12, verse number 6? In the book of Psalms, chapter 12, reading verse number 6, it says, The words of Yahweh are pure words as silver Mm -hmm. tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. How many times is purified, Elder? Seven times. So that means that Yahweh's word is complete. His word is purified seven times, and my word is complete. Continue to read, Sister Sarah Israel. Proverbs chapter 30, take it back up at verse number 5. 
Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5 reads, Every word of Yahweh is pure. Mm-hmm. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. That's right. Verse 6. Verse 6, what it reads? Add thou not unto his word. Well, add to his word. That he reprove you. That he reprove you. And thou found a life. That's right. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 1 and verse number 2. Let's get a stack of winners on that. Sister Sarah The book of Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse number 1 and verse number 2. Let's get a stack of winners on that. On to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. Verse 1 reads, Now therefore hearken, O Israel, Mm-hmm. 
Ramallah. Yeah, that, and that's Pekah, the son of Ramallah, began to what? Reign over Israel mm-hmm. in Samaria. Uh-huh. And reigned for years. Uh-huh. So Azariah, king of who? Judah. The king of Judah, right? So, so far, we're talking about the kings of who? All right. Let's drop down and read verse 32. Verse 32 is mm-hmm. In the second year of Pekah, mm-hmm. son of Ramalite, mm-hmm. king of Israel, began Jonah, mm-hmm. son of Uzziah, king of Judah, the reign. He's the king of who? Judah. All right. 35. Verse 35. Abir. Abir. The high places were not removed. Yeah, the high places still up there. Uh, the high places still up right now, but all these uh, people are serving Lord God and Jesus right now. Huh? Continue to read. The people sacrificed to burn Verse 1. 
So who began the ring? The king of Jews. So who are the Jews? What just happened? I'm going to go get a breakdown of what just happened. Remember, you can't add to or take away from the word of Yahweh. What just had taken place, this word Jew just miraculously appeared inside of our body. Remember, Yahweh, he changed not. What he called the tribe of Yada Judah, that's who they are. We see here clearly that it was Judah who was the king. We're talking about Judah. Now when we go to verse 16, verse 6, now they're talking about a miraculously word that came in that's called Judah. Uh, Judah is a created word. I don't have my, uh, my we don't, we don't touch with some of that tomorrow so we can make sure we uh, put the put the put the uh, thing on this word mm-hmm. and see where it came all the way to, to, to this way. But we see right now, this is the first time in your Bible mm-hmm. where you go see Jude being mentioned. It's the first time in the Bible. At first, it was always called Judah, Judah, Judah. But then when you get up to Second Kings chapter sixteen, verse number six. See, it says right on in mm-hmm. and start calling the tribe of Yadda Jew. So we got to make sure we be able to see these things and we're going to point them out for the national audience so they can understand. Uh, we're going to touch on this a little bit more too. Be the will of Yahweh tomorrow at the bottom part of the Sabbath day and put some paperwork behind that historical document. We can make sure we got this thing down pat. So when we see these misnomer words there, Sister Sarah, we're supposed to uh, look at EZRA 262, and we're supposed to see a word that don't belong there because there's no genealogy to Jew. That's right. And none of his Psalms in Exodus chapter 1 were called a Jew. They broke the So since we know that, when we see words like Jew, that replaced Judah, we both do what? According to EZRA 262 of Ezra. What we supposed to pronounce on that word according to Ezra 262? Put the Ezra chapter 2. Verse. Verse 62. Yes,
you gonna leave my you gonna leave your name for a curse unto my toes. Who is Yahweh chose? Going to the book of Psalms chapter 44, verse 1, verse 5. Let me read. Verse 1 reads, We have heard with our ears, mm-hmm. O Yahweh, our fathers have told us, what worked out here in your name, in the times of old. Verse 5. Now, read me uh, Isaiah. I'm sorry. Read me Isaiah chapter 44, verse 1. I make that Isaiah. In, uh, verse 44, verse 1, and verse number 5. Going to the book of Isaiah, chapter 44, verse 1 and verse 5. Mm-hmm. Verse 1 reads, Yet now hear, O Israel, my mm-hmm. servant, and Israel, whom I have chosen. Okay, so who are you chosen? Israel. Verse number five. Verse five. One shall say, I am the Yahweh, and another shall call himself by the name of Jacob. Read the way it is. Read the way it is. Another shall call himself by the name of Jacob. By the name of Jacob. Mm-hmm. And another shall subscribe with his hand to the Yahweh. And do what? Surname himself by the name of Israel. So, and you got to remember, he's talking about Jacob. He's talking about Jacob fight. One they call it says Jacobite today, the house of Jacob, all these different ones, Zoas boys. Come out to Jacob. And uh, when you surname yourself, Sister Sarah, that means your last name with the end of your name, mm-hmm. at the end of it will be Israel. Israel. That would mean by, and they come from, they're going to surname themselves. Mm-hmm. At the end of the name will be Israel. Mm-hmm. Now back up and give me a, another precept on that 41 verse 8. Isaiah 41 verse 8. Yeah, well, a precept. No, the chosen. Uh-huh. 41 verse number 8. Going to the book of Psalms, I mean Isaiah, chapter 41 verse 8. Verse 8 reads, For thou Israel, my first. Jacob, whom I have chosen, seed of Abraham, my friend. Thank you, Hallelujah. So Israel, who he has chosen, this case of point, he he he's talking about Israel. Mm-hmm. His name changed Israel. The last case of point, he was making a, a forty-four verse number uh, one. He's making a point mm-hmm. about who these are uh, uh, between two individuals. This point, he was talking about straight about Israel. Mm-hmm. His name is Israel. Let's, let's get a precept on that in 1734 Second Kings. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, get a precept on that to give enough illustration on how he worked that in. Uh, we are 1734 Second Kings. Mm-hmm. One to the book of Second Kings. Yeah, read where you see it. Chapter 17, verse 34. Mm-hmm. Verse 34 reads, Until this day, they do after the former manner. Mm-hmm. They fear not the Yahweh, neither do they after their statutes, or after their ordinance, or after the law and commandment which the Yahweh 
commanded the children of Israel. No. Read away it is. Commanded the children of Jacob. That's right. It's the case in point right now that he's break going back into that Genesis, that thirty-two verse uh, 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 one and verse twenty-eight. That's when he's going all the way back there, and we know that I changed his name to Jacob, right. Israel. So that's the case in point right there. All right. Now let's go back and read that Isaiah chapter sixty-five, verse number fifteen, and let's get understanding here about they don't want you to use your name. Let's go back and read that. If you don't use your name in Isaiah chapter 65, verse 16, Sister Sarah Israel, what we got going on here? Yes, ma'am. Isaiah 65, verse 16. Well, the question was raised, what happens if you don't use your name? Knowing that the children of Israel, knowing that they're chosen is the children of Israel, going back into this read, of Isaiah 55, verse 15. What's going on here? Book Isaiah, chapter 55, verse 15, reads, To leave your name for a curse and fill my soul. So who's going to leave their name for a curse? Uh, who is chosen? You know, but Joe, it's cool. All right. So what's the, uh, if you don't use your name, the children of you don't use Israel, surname yourself Israel, what you have done to yourself? Curse, curse you curse yourself. Why? Because you didn't use the name. Did you use the name, surname yourself Israel? Because you left your name for a curse. Brother Joe of Israel, tribe of Yachat Jewish. Let me get a closing statement out of you, Brother Joe. Brother Joe of Israel, travel, y'all got Close the state. Brother Yahwa. Brother Yadda. Israel. Brother Yadda Israel. Close the statement. In the book of Psalms. One thirty nine. Verse eight. The Yahweh will perfect that which concerneth me. Thy mercy, O Yahweh, endureth forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hand. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Yahweh. I'll call you, call that book out again, but Joe. Psalms 139, verse 8. Excellent. Uh, Moses of Israel, you, you, you want to, you know your words is kind of short, but you want to say anything in Moses of Israel? Hey, Moses of D of Israel, you want to say anything about D of Israel? You know your words are short and precious, so uh, I just don't speak for you. Hallelujah, Israel. Hallelujah, Continue to get well and get that toe right so you can be back in the midst with, with the 
congregation of the children of Israel. Back to the young line. Hallelujah. Well, that's right. Man, say you leave your name for a curse, and they don't want you to use this, your name, Yadah-Judah. That's But why, uh, what did Yahweh say about this name? Let's go to Numbers chapter 6, 57. Matter of fact, let's go all the way back and let's go back to Genesis about this name. Let's start there. Because if you leave your name for a curse, then what you gave up? Let's go to Genesis. We're going to pick it up in chapter 32. This is Sarah Israel. Let's pick it up at verse 24. We're going to read down to verse number. That's man. 24, 28. That's man. 24 reads. Jacob was left alone. That's right. And they wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. Mm-hmm. And when he saw, I mean, verse 25. That's right. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his side. Mm-hmm. And the hollow of Jacob's side out of his mm-hmm. As he wrestled with him. Verse 26. And he said, let me go, for the day breaks. And he said, I will not let you go, except you bless me. Oh, so so he, he, what are you asking for right now? He's asking for a blessing. All right. Seeing to read, verse 27. Verse 27. And he said unto him, what is your name? What's your name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, my name is Jacob. Israel. What is the 
Philadelphia chapter 49, verse 1 down to verse number 3. Put my name, what, what you mean, put my name on the children of Israel? Why, why you say that? Hey, listen, here, I gave you a blessed name, old, old Jacob, whose name changed Israel. John 5, 4, 3. John, you kept it alone. Okay, St. John 5, 4, and 3. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right, let's go to St. John chapter 5, verse 4, and verse number 3. 43. I mean, 43. Verse 37. The Father himself 